Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, you are in the middle of a ring of Dragonborn. Uh, like, you know, it's the circle's like 30 feet by 30 feet. It's it's not very huge. They're, they're crowding around. They're all yelling and cheering. Uh, Ophelia and Lysander, you guys are kind of off to the side at the far end of the ring, uh, you know, with your gear. The, the case standing there. Uh, Lysander is uh, uh, currently sipping on some alcohol that was given to him from one of the other Dragonborn who was impressed with his fighting. And uh, you guys are uh, uh, watching Jean-Claude battle Vorn, who's sort of next in line to become captain. He's like, you know, one of his right-hand men. And uh, you guys are at uh, one and one. Uh, if uh, Jean-Claude does not win this fight... Uh, supposedly, uh, Skyval is going to kill you guys. Don't screw this up. Yeah, don't uh, fuck up. Well, I suppose uh, it's time for me to uh, stop screwing around and uh, do what I'm paid to do, huh? Vorn just sort of uh, looks at you and just kind of grunts and is swinging the, uh, uh, the, the giant ball and chain back into the air. Uh, All right, well, the first thing I'm going to do is, it's technically, so it's my turn. Yep, it is. I'm going to back up uh, as far as I can, so about 30 feet, right? Uh, yeah, you uh, had gotten close to him to, to strike him with the uh, with your bare hands and stuff. Yep. So, uh, if well, if you back up, he will potentially get an attack opportunity. Uh, did you want to do that? Oh, okay, well, that's fine. Then I'll, I'll just... Uh, I'll attack him here, and I'll use my Fist of Unbroken Air. So I'll yeah. use my two key points. He has to make a strength-saving throw. Oh, that's something he's pretty good at. Let's see. Natural 20. Oh, all right. Well, it was a 12 is what he would have had to get. So he takes half damage? I believe or... so. I think half damage and doesn't go flying, right? Correct, yeah. So that is three of these... Thirteen damage. Okay. Uh, and that was my key move. And then, um, so that counts as that counts as an attack, right? 
Uh, yeah, that's a standard action, I believe. Standard action, okay. Uh, with my bonus action, then, I'm going to... Because uh, I can hit him with my bonus action with my unarmed attack. Yep. So I'm going to do that. That is a 16. Oh, that's a hit. Okay, he takes an additional... Uh, six damage. Okay. And then I'm going to back up as far as I can away from him. I. Uh, can I do that? You would uh, give an attack of opportunity unless you have an ability that uh, uh, prevents him from being able to uh, do so. Um, I have... Let me see. I know you have something, but I don't know if it requires key points or bonus actions. I'm not sure how it works. Uh, what's the disengage action? That's backing standard. up. That's standard. Well, no, I, I can do it as a bonus action. Oh, yeah. But it, I've already uh, done my bonus action at this point. Right. Okay, well, I guess I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> so you stand there uh, and, uh, uh, res- you know, avoid him getting an attack opportunity on you, which is probably a safe bet. Uh, he swings the uh, ball and chain around. Uh, he only gets a 14 versus your AC. That's a miss, right? That is correct. Yeah, it's uh, just whizzes by your uh, uh, head and you, you know, you feel like it would have like just like snapped your head right off your shoulders. It, this thing's so big and heavy. Uh, and he kind of grunts as he starts swinging it back around again. Uh, it's your turn. Okay, I guess I'm going to do another Fist of Unbroken Air and use my last two key points. Yeah, uh, so strength saving throw? Yeah. Let's see what he gets. 16 on the dice plus his bonus. It's in the 20s, yeah. yeah. All right, well, still half damage, so let's see. Uh, 17 divided by 2. Okay. And... um. I guess uh, I'm going to... Unarmed strike is a bonus, or do you want to try to get some distance? Well, if I get some distance, he's going to get a tank of opportunity, right? Uh, well, if you use that ability to bonus action uh, I don't have any more. I don't have any more key points. Oh, it does take a key point. That's yeah, one then, key point. Yep, then he would get an attack opportunity. Okay, so either way, he's going to attack me. Um... So I guess I will, um, I, I guess I'll use my unarmed strike again. Yeah. See if I can get a little more damage on him. There's really not a whole lot else I can do. Uh, 17. Uh, that's a hit. And he takes uh, seven more damage. Okay. Well, I heard him. <laughs> Yeah, you you've done some uh, fair damage. He he uh, uh, doesn't look like he's feeling great, you know, after uh, those hits. Uh, well, let's hope he misses. <laughs> his turn. I uh, he as he's swinging the the giant ball and chain, uh, breathes in deep. Go ahead and make me a uh, dexterity saving throw. Oh, dexterity saving throw. A eh? that is a yikes. Uh... That is a nine. 
Unfortunately, uh, you are not able to get out of the way, and he spits out a uh, a gout of fire at you. Uh, And you take uh, eight damage as fire explodes out of his mouth. And at that, all the dragonborn are cheering... Uh, they like seeing people use their breath weapons. Uh, you know, it's it's you know big to do for them. Uh, Jean Claude Pierre Paul, uh, go ahead and uh, make me a perception check. That is a sixteen. With a sixteen, over the shouts and the cheers, uh, you uh, uh, you have a hard time like pinpointing exactly where it was but throughout all the jeering of the the crowd and hyping up Vorn you feel like you heard someone ask if you need help uh help uh, would be appreciated i'm uh you know not looking so great absolutely uh over to Lysander and uh uh, uh Ophelia could the both of you make a uh, uh, perception check for me? Uh, 22. Lysander? 17. With a 17, uh, you feel like you hear something, and it, it, it's out of the ordinary. It's not the cheers of the crowd, uh, but you look around and you don't, like, nothing really catches your eye. It's just a little weird. Uh, though you do hear uh, uh, Jean-Claude uh, say that he would take help. Uh, you're not entirely sure who he's talking to, though, because nobody's offering him help or anything. It's kind of weird. Uh, Ophelia, you feel the... Because you're the one holding the the, uh, the case, right? Correct. You feel the case kind of, like, wiggle around a bit. I. Uh, and you can only imagine it must be uh, that, you know, the, it like, you know, kind of almost fell out of your hands or something. Maybe you lost grip on it. You're not entirely sure. It, it, it's impossible to think otherwise than anything else could be happening with it. Uh, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul, it's uh, your turn. Well, shit. Uh, all right. Well, uh, this guy's standing in front of me, getting ready to attack me again, isn't he? He absolutely is. Uh, by the way, you have advantage on your uh, next strike. Oh God, I don't know. If I like the idea of that. You have advantage. Uh, so, uh, what, what kind of help am I getting? Uh, this person who talked to me that I can't figure out who they are. You ask, but nobody's around to answer you. Uh, but I can tell you that when you go to strike this guy, you do have advantage on all of your attacks for this turn. Can I change my mind? I mean, you can not attack him, but at the very least, I'm just... Well, I can say this. You would have attacked him anyway, right? All right. No, fair enough. Yeah. Then, yeah, you have advantage on this. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to do my uh, trident followed by my unarmed. Kick his ass, sea bass. (laughs) Uh, That is an 18 with the trident. That's a hit. And a natural 20 with the unarmed. Wow. Uh, you hit with both. Uh, don't yep. forget to double the damage dice on the unarmed strike because you got a crit. Uh, yep. Also, on each of those attacks, you're going to have to do me a big favor. Uh, when you're rolling dice, add in an additional D12 damage. And for the crit, remember to double that. 
Holy shnikes. I don't even know if I have a D12. Well, there it is. Okay, so an additional... Fr- okay, so here's... I'm going to write this down. I'm losing... Uh-huh. Okay, so let's see. So we got... Plus uh-huh. uh, the four, which is... Ugh, those were terrible rolls. Um, God damn it. Uh, plus another... So mm-hmm. 15 plus two twelves. Two, two, 20, yeah, with all of that, it was only 27. Regardless, uh, you slice into him with the trident, and the trident kind of glows with like sort of a purple energy. And as you go to, like, open palm, strike him in the chest and, and you know, like, just smash him, uh, that energy swirls around your fist, and it just sends him flying. He goes flying back probably about, like, ten feet into the, the crowd of people, and the crowd is immediately hushed. Um... Thank you very much. Uh, that's uh, the JPP special is what I like to call it. Uh, purple energy blast of my hand and th- th- boom. I uh, jump up and I start cheering. <laughs> the only person cheering in the crowd is Ophelia. Everyone else is a little too taken aback by what they just saw. Uh, Lysander and Ophelia, uh, go ahead and make uh, arcana checks for me. I start to feel awkward, so I stop cheering. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, you said Arcana? Yep. That is a 15. That's a 5. With a 5, you do have kind of, like, much <laughs> like the crowd, uh, Lysander, you have sort of this weird skin-crawling feeling. Like, it just, it doesn't, like, you've never seen Jean-Claude, his attacks, see, like, do that or anything. Uh, so it just seems really odd and kind of gives you like a bad feeling uh ophelia you sense psychic energy uh like the psychic damage type almost uh on uh uh jean-claude's like fists and it fades away immediately uh and what and for you as well it kind of gives you not necessarily like a a bad feeling like like oh this Jean-Claude guy's trouble, just sort of this, like, nasty feeling that hangs in the air, this sort of, like, intangible dread. Well, I don't like that feeling. No, most people wouldn't. <laughs> Skyball seems kind of taken aback. It looked like Vorn was, was like, a shoe-in. Like, he, it didn't look like Jean-Claude was going to be able to withstand the, the might of this Vorn guy. Uh, but regardless... You came out on top. And so he walks up, and uh, Galnar is uh, beside him. And uh, Skyfall sort of looks at the three of you, and he says, uh, Well, you've earned your pass. Uh, You didn't win all three rounds, but I suppose I can give you some kind of reward if you're willing to leave this place. Oh, that would Uh, be be great. We should probably be on our way. Yes, of course. Uh, he, uh, uh, sends Galnar to, to go get some, something from one of his tents, and the rest of the crowd is, is kind of uncomfortable. Some of them are tending to Vorn, 
Uh, others are are sort of like scattering away. Uh, and so you guys are sort of left with Skyval. If you do want to talk to him about anything, if you want to ask him questions or anything, he's here. Uh, though he himself is not being very communicative. Skyval, I'm, I'm sorry we hurt your men. He just sort of gives you like a weird sideways glance. And he says, well, if you were able to hurt them, then uh, it seems they need more training. I don't know. The one guy uh, was pretty tough. He uh, had, had weapon defense. I should have kept my mouth shut. He sort of uh, looks at you funny, uh, Jean-Claude, and he gives you, like, an up and down like he's trying to figure you out because you seem sort of, you genuinely seem sort of nervous. You still seem sort of nervous about the guy, but you won kind of easily. And so he doesn't really know what to make of that, and he just sort of gives you a weird look. I give him a weird look right back. And you kind of give him a dirty look, too. I'm just being uh, humble over here on the side, knowing that I'm the one that got my ass kicked. So, uh, he Skyval looks to you, uh, Lysander, and he says, "Well, don't feel bad. I was hand selected by my commanding officer to rule this post." Oh, who's yeah. your commanding officer? His name is Zyklon. Cyclops. Zyklon. Uh, Z y k l o n. I can't spell it, but thank you so much for the spelling. <laughs> he says, well, literacy is sometimes uh, difficult for you non-scaled folks, but... Oh, no, no, no. I just mean I've been beating the head a lot, so I just forgot. Yes, of course. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he gives you uh, another weird look. He's just hard to... He has a hard time putting down exactly what you're all about. Is uh, it my accent? It's my accent, it, isn't it? it? It's all the blow you've taken, JCPP. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> Why do you think I can do the splits so well? Uh, I want to ask Skyfall what him and his men, what are you and your men going to do now? Uh, he lets you know uh, that uh, they're only to guard the, uh, the, uh, the, the base until their commanding officer arrives. Uh, apparently they'll have new orders coming soon, though they're not entirely sure what. Uh, what are you uh, going to do about the person who got away? Well, it seems they've traveled a great distance. We'll get permission from Zyklon Bloodbane, and uh, we'll see if we can't track them down eventually. Uh, so, I hope you find him. Thank you. It might not be necessary in the long run. We'll see what our officer seems to think about that. Oh, why would, wouldn't it be necessary? He just sort of gives you a weird look, uh, Ophelia, but he doesn't answer. I have, a, I have a question for you. Have you ever heard of the uh, the Void Threshers? Ooh, has he heard of the Void Threshers? He says the name is familiar. Uh, they were one of the enemies of the Bloodbane family, uh, I think, until recently. Uh, until recently? What, is it, uh, what does that mean exactly? Well, yes, I... If our intel is correct, they've been wiped out. Oh, we just saw one. I think yeah, he's in the room. Yeah, he's actually kind of following us. So yeah. if and he's got a bit speak, of an army too. Yeah, if you run into him, if you want to take him out for us, that'd be great. If he decides that he wants to attack this base, he won't survive. Uh, There's a solid chance he might want to attack you if you run into him. I'll bear that in mind, and I'll update our intel. Thank you. I was under the impression that their clan had been wiped out to the last. Clearly not the case. Nope. Indeed. 
Uh, it seems like Skyval knows a fair bit about the uh, Void Threshers. If you want to ask more questions, you're welcome to. Uh, what happened to the Void Threshers? Well, they had... Uh, are you familiar with what their tribe was about? Am I familiar with what their tribe was about? Not really, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, if, it's, uh, if it's anything that we've experienced, I imagine it's uh, just kind of killing people. Yes, in a sense. Uh, they uh, had uh, made ties with uh, the Cult of the Dark Star. What's that? It's a cult of very unsavory individuals who uh, wish to unmake the universe, as it were. Well, that's no fun. Do, yeah, why'd you want to do that? Well, I don't want to do that. Uh, but they seem to think that the the great old ones, elder beings from beyond time and space, wish to unmake reality. It seems to be their calling. They uh, they worship aberrations, uh, the lords of madness. Oh, maybe that's why Lockram made a deal with Ron Glasma. Uh, yeah, have you ever heard of that term? Um... I can't wow. remember his name, sorry. Uh, Skyball. Uh, Skyball. Skyball has, actually. Got a 19 on the dice. Uh, he says, yes, uh, Lord of Madness. I don't know much about it. Uh, some disgusting elder being from beyond our sane universe. That seems rather concerning. Well, that's gross, all right. Bunch of bugs. Bugs. Yeah, I, I think we sh- yeah, I think we'd share with him probably what what happened to us involving that i would say i would say yeah about the two men coming back to life yeah so we we share that with skyval yeah skyval lets you know he says i don't really know if it's true or not but from archives i've read uh it seems like this round glausma is is some elder sword wing are you familiar with what that is no. No idea. A sword wing is is an extra dimensional being that's insect like. It's humanoid but is made of the exoskeleton of a like an insect. And it seems to be man shaped, but one of its arms is an enormous sword. And its wings and like a like a locust like head. Uh I don't know if they're even real. I've never seen them. But supposedly they swarm from the Far Realm. This round Glausma is apparently one of the eldest of their kind. If it's true. Uh, I would imagine it's probably true at this point after what we've seen. It could very well be. He says, I... It seems to me like you have your work cut out for you. But I can at least tell you this. Uh, we won't back down from a fight. I would hope not. Uh, Good luck know. against them. Have fun. Yes. Uh, a few moments later, uh, Galnar uh, uh, shuffles up on uh, his hissing voice. He says, Skyval wishes you to have this. And he hands you a, uh, uh, a box that has uh, six potions in it. Oh, thank you very much. Potions are fantastic. It says, right, who's, write, who's writing that down, first of all? I got it. Are you carrying them? Sure. Okay. Or do we want to split you, them up two, two, and two? Let's do that. Sure. So uh, three of the potions are potions of healing. Oh. Uh, so they're 2d4 plus four hit points. 
Uh, one is a uh, uh, potion of climbing. Uh, another is a uh, uh, potion of dragon breath. And the other one is a greater healing potion. Uh, so that's uh, 4d4 plus uh, 12 hit points. Lysander, why don't you take that one? Okay. And then, JCPP, why don't you take the two two of the normal healing potions? Fair enough. Uh, Lysander, take, and then take the, uh, the third minor healing potion. And I guess I'll grab the other two. Okay, so you'll take the you're taking the uh, dragon the breath and the climbing. You don't want any healing potions. Yeah, I can heal myself. Okay. Alrighty. So you've got so I've got two regular healing, and then. Lysander, what do you have? I got one regular, and then I got the big one. Got it. All right, I'm going to write that down. What do you do with Dragon Breath? Uh, it's a potion. Aren't you an expert on that? <laughs> Not uh, this character. Uh, Dragon uh, Dragon Breath potions uh, are you take them and for a short amount of time uh, you're able to expel uh, like a uh, almost like a Dragonborn does like a breath attack. Oh. See, I wouldn't know about that because in my other character I can naturally do it. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. Thank you. <clears throat> All right, so uh, we good? We got anything else we want to chat with Skyballs here? Yeah, any other questions you have for Skyball? He seems fairly well learned. Uh, he's a commanding officer in the Bloodbane family, so he's you know, uh, he's not just some thug. Where do you think you'll be headed after this? I. He says I really wouldn't know, honestly. Can I roll insight on that? You sure can. Uh, 18. You think that he might be covering something up? Uh, you feel like he is is lying because it's, you know, under or- he's under orders not to reveal that information. Oh, I understand if you can't tell us. That's okay. He doesn't really I just wanted to wish you well on your journey. He smiles and says, I appreciate that. Right, I, so- I got one more thing for you. Are there, is there anything we should be aware of as we head into Rayburn Falls? He says, well, Rayburn Falls is a bit of a distance. You have quite a few days of travel. Uh, he says, uh, there's, uh, I think, a village along the way. Uh, I don't know of too much that's too far north. Uh, though I've heard uh, legends that there's some great monster in the forest to the north. A great monster? Yes, uh, I believe it's called the Devil Sore. I, uh, I don't really know a lot about it. Some enormous beast from primordial times that I guess is immortal or something. It's uh, sort of stayed in this world. That sounds dangerous. I suppose we should uh, go around it. He says, well, it would be a much longer walk, but uh, I'll leave that to you. What can you tell us about the village? He says it's a village of I think humans and halflings, uh, maybe a day or so to the uh, north. Guys, maybe we should head there next. Yeah, we might as well. That's a place to start. Yep. Uh, as you guys are uh, talking, make a perception check. Seven. <laughs> Nineteen. Ten. 
with a, a 10 and a 7 and even uh, uh, Skyfall, uh, the three of you guys don't really notice much. You guys are just sort of talking. He's answering questions. Uh, Jean-Claude, you hear uh, flapping in the distance, like heavy, heavy wings. Uh, you guys uh, hear that? Uh, something's flapping over over here. Skyfall stops and listens, and now that uh, Jean-Claude has pointed it out, you guys can hear, and uh, while you're now on the lookout looking up at the sky, you see in the distance uh, is a uh, green dragon that is heading this way. A friend of yours? Friend of mine, but I would recommend that you leave. It looks like my commanding officer is returning. Time to go. We don't want to make any trouble for you. We'll, We'll head out. It would be trouble for you, I assure you. And I believe it. He reaches into his uh, uh, his like uh, satchel and pulls out what looks to be some kind of mask. Uh, make a uh, Arcana check, uh, and I can maybe tell you more. Uh, that is a fifteen. Uh, two. <laughs> a two and eleven. I uh, I don't know. It's some weird looking mask. It goes over his uh, uh, nose and mouth with a. 15, Ophelia? You think this is a gas mask? Oh. Oh, we should probably leave, guys. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, don't worry. I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. Time to go. He, uh, yeah, he starts putting on the mask, and through the mask, uh, it's a little muffled. But he says, If Zyklon caught you, he would kill you. I'm okay. a little bit more open-minded, but take care. All right, we we scoot out of here as fast as we can to get out of Zyklon's way. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you guys dart out of the uh, uh, the base camp and uh, start hitting the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll head, head towards north. that village, I guess. And as you guys are are heading to the north to go to that village, you sort of like uh, uh, turn back and look one last time. And see the green dragon kind of touch down on the ground. And a nasty green fog starts, like, pouring out of uh, the camp. See, that's why the mask, guys. What the hell is that? Pretty sure it's poison. He just, does he have, like, bad gas? Does he just fart poison? Or what the (laughs) the hell is this? Uh, If you guys want, you can make a history check on who Zyklon might be. Uh, 18 on history. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, with a 17, with 17s and 18s, the, the whole lot of you don't really actually know a lot about Cyclone Bloodbane. Uh, you've heard that he's some ruthless commanding officer in the Bloodbane family, uh, but you don't know much else aside from that. Well, we know he stinks. Sure. I know I don't want to be around that. No, Correct. you probably don't. All right. Well, uh, we should, uh, so how far away is this village? Uh, you were told that it was a couple of days uh, travel to the north. All right, we need, we need to rest a big time. Um, what time of day is it right now? It's like mid morning. Uh, you guys woke up and then had the uh, uh, the the arena the shit kicked out of us. Basically, yeah. Um, all right, short so rest. I, I'm a little worse for the wear. Yeah, we should at minimum take a short rest. Short yeah. rest, everybody. Let's, uh, well, maybe do you want to get about uh, maybe an hour away and then take a short rest? We can do that. That's fine. 
Well, how does it work for me, uh, Craig, since I was since I was out? Like, where am I at now, technically, with, with HP? Only, and then how much will I get back? You're only at one HP. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, if you take a short rest, then you'll use your standard dice up as as you need to. Let's, okay. You know what? Let's, let's just, just take rest a short here. rest now. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. safe. All right. Sure. So let's take a short rest. We'll use our die. We'll do that. Yeah, so go ahead and use up your hit dice. Uh, remember, for every hit dice you spend, you can add in your uh, constitution bonus if you have one. Constitution bonus? Oh, I do have one. There we go. Oh, nice. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and heal up. Uh... <clears throat> Let's see. Uh... Wow, I made some amazing rolls. <laughs> That's plus. That's a plus. Yeah, makes up for the two that kind of got us in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> sweet. All right. Everyone feeling better? I am feeling um, um much better, and I got my key points back. So there's that. Yeah. Feeling feeling feel, about a thirty. I would say I'm you know a hundred percent better. I feel like a million bucks. Nice, nice. I. Uh, so yeah, uh, as you guys are sort of like, uh, uh, you know, finishing up your short rest, you know, you stand up as you were like kind of, you know, leaning against some some small trees. And it seems like that like greenish gas is starting to like even come into your area, though it's there's so much open air that it doesn't really affect you any, but it does just make you feel kind of uncomfortable. And so you guys kind of start hurrying away. Uh, so uh, you guys are now going to be traveling. Uh, so you guys can make rolls as you normally do for long distance traveling. You can uh, uh, make survival checks to make sure you're going the right way. Uh, survival check to find food and water. Perception to keep watch. Stealth to cover tracks. What would you like to do? Okay, so let's take a vote here. Do we need to stealth? I don't think we oh. need to stealth. No, we don't really know where Void Thresher is right now, and it seems like he's going to have to go through that camp that we just left first to get to us, right? It seems that way. Yeah, unless he starts cutting through uh, the wild, like kind of wild area. Yeah, you basically had to like leave that camp to start heading on the trail that goes north. Okay, so I, I don't think we need to stealth right now. All right, so survival to find our way, survival for food and perception to keep watch. Do that? I think so, yeah. Who wants what? I can do perception. I'm the same for all of them, so it doesn't matter to me. Okay, and then I'll I'll do uh, so I'll do survival to find our way. Okay. It's a twelve for perception. Okay. I got a seven for food. <laughs> seventeen for uh, finding our way. So with the seventeen, uh, it's not too difficult to figure out north from where you're at right now. The sun's out, and you know everything like that. And you guys start heading north. I mean, the you're pretty much on the right trail. You'd end up potentially back where you started if you were going the wrong way. Uh, so yeah, that'd be embarrassing. Pretty, yes, it would. Uh, but yeah, so you start finding your way. However, as you guys are are walking along, uh, Jean Claude, you try looking around for like food and water. Uh, and there's, you know, little patches of woods here and there. But because it's still kind of close to the, the entryway to that uh, uh, mountain uh, range, you really don't find a lot of food or water. No wild game comes out at you. You don't find berries in the woods or anything like that. Uh, you don't find spring water. So unfortunately, you're sort of stuck using your rations and water you've banked up. Uh, however, uh, with a 12, 
Uh, Lysander, uh, as you're walking, let me take a quick roll here and see something. Let's see if I can find another D10. Here we go. Uh, as you're walking, uh, you don't see anybody heading to the south. Uh, you, uh, uh, nobody else is on this trail. It's a pretty flimsy trail, honestly. It doesn't seem like many people come this way. You don't think a lot of like traders come out this way, uh, come out this direction. Uh, you can only assume that uh, uh, the Bloodbane family at that camp back there must, you know, bring in supplies or something. Uh, so a uh, uh, you know about a full day of travel goes on and evening starts setting in and it's uh, you know time for you guys to set up camp and everything. Uh, about a day has passed though you've not seen any sign of a village. Do we see anything like maybe further in the distance? Any signs? Not anything within eyesight. Uh, you know, but the the road kind of weaves in and out and woods are starting to become a little bit more plentiful. Uh, so likely, you know, you may end up seeing something by the next day. <clears throat> All right. All right. Well, maybe we should find a good place to, uh, set up the tent. Yeah. Let's stop here. Find a place to, uh, to rest. Yep. Sure. It's a pretty open area. Uh, but on the plus side, it's pretty dry. It's not like, you know, damp or gross or wet or anything. Uh, and, uh, as far as that goes, uh, uh, you guys set up camp pretty easily. You guys have your rations, you know, sip on your water skins. And uh, finally, uh, the sun starts setting. Uh, are you? Have you guys set a campfire or anything? Um, Usually we, should, we don't. Right. Well, we didn't the past few times because we knew there were enemies around us. Yeah, I think we could probably do one now. Yeah, I mean, it'd probably be fine. Yeah. Yeah, so you set a I, campfire up for the night. Uh, now, before we... I think maybe we need to talk about uh, we need to talk about uh, I don't know my purple hand farts that I did. Uh, we got to figure out uh, what the hell that was because uh, yeah, that happened? was new, that was new to me. Yeah, were you talking to someone? I heard a voice, and then uh, somebody said you want help, and I said yeah, I could take some help, and then all of a sudden I had fart hands. <laughs> did you recognize the voice? No, man, I don't know who that was. Don Claude, I don't want to be rude, but have you been drinking? I have not been drinking. I would like to, but I have not been. Can you talk back? Like, does it respond to you? It didn't. I just said, do you want some help? And I said, okay. And that was but it. You didn't, you didn't see anybody? No. Did you guys notice anything? Did, no. Did you, did you get a bad case of uh, something that you were taking there? No, but I mean, we've had some weird things happen. Like, uh, I woke up, had the weird dream. Uh... Well, when was the first time this happened? Was it just now at the fight? Or did this happen to you earlier? Well, I mean, I had the first weird dream in the cave with the troll thing. Uh, you that guys was before we got into the elemental chaos cave, though, right? Yeah. Jean and then, uh, yes. You, now that you're thinking about it, you feel like the voice in that dream might have been the same voice it was, that was asking if you wanted help. It was hard to tell in the crowd and, like, all the chaos and commotion, uh, but you think it might have been the same voice. Uh, Do you remember what that dream was about? I remember I woke up and everybody was gone. And it was just me in the cave. And uh, and I heard the voice. And the voice, now that I think about it, the voice in the dream was the same as the one I heard in the uh, the arena. (laughs) 
Look, if you've been drinking, you can just tell us. Even my, my sister yeah, enjoyed Or if you were doing some harder shit. I would, no, listen. I'm straight, I promise. <laughs> okay, just we're your friends. You can tell us. Denial's the first step. Okay. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, so the hand thing. So the, what did you guys didn't notice a thing? You didn't notice? No. You didn't hear the voice? You didn't hear anything? Nothing happened? No. Uh, okay. Can I roll insight on that? Uh, so Ophelia, uh, you, you, <laughs> thank you. You kind of feel like something might have happened, uh, but it was probably just your imagination. Oh, that's right. I almost dropped the case, <laughs> then I caught it, so it wasn't a big deal. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. So you almost dropped the case, and then the the the, the hands thing happened, right? Yeah, something. Yeah, about about that. You didn't hear anything coming from the case. The case just started shaking, and you dropped it. Oh, I don't know if it started shaking. All I know, all I know is it felt like I was losing it, but I got it. Don't worry, it's okay. Um. Okay. What the hell is in this case? Because uh, I'm thinking maybe the case has something in it that's talking to me. I. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, you guys haven't really played around with trying to get into this thing. You you were told that there is a magic key that will open it. And it can't be opened otherwise. Uh, but that's just what you were told. Uh, Mr. Warpwood uh, was kind of vague about that. He just said, like, you know, the, the person you're delivering it to will have the key. But you haven't played around with it to see if you can open it or anything. Okay, can I look at the case, please? Yeah, Guys, it would be unprofessional to open it. I'm not going to open it. Let me look at the case. All right, I, I hand the case to Jean-Claude and I say, but you can't open it. Okay, thank you very much. Um, let me, uh, I'm going to take a look at the case and see, like, I just want to examine the case, see if there's anything weird about it. Investigation. That is a 18. With an 18, uh, it is this long black case. Uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, not especially long or anything. Uh, let's see. What can I tell you? I... The uh, uh, the the lock on the the case uh, seems very ornate. Like when you look at the keyhole for the lock, it does look like it is kind of like it, like a skeleton key wouldn't fit this thing. It does seem like some specialty uh, key was made for it. Uh, it's you know about three feet long. Uh, it's one foot wide, one foot deep. It's jet black. It has this handle. Uh, and otherwise is pretty sealed up. Like when you try to kind of play with the case, uh, it, you know, it doesn't really like budge or anything like that. I'm going to talk to the case. Uh, hello, Mr. Case. Uh, I appreciate the help earlier. Um, uh, are you there? Lysander, I think we may need an intervention. Quiet you. Jean-Claude. You ask the, the, the case if, if it's there. Uh, you call out to it, but it doesn't respond. It's just uh, a case. Can I, I'm going to shake the case. Is there anything rattling around? In, is, <clears throat> is there anything rattling around inside the case? Perception check. Uh, everybody can make that roll. Uh, though I'll say, Jean-Claude, you have per, uh, advantage since you're sort of like lifting up to your own ear and shaking it. Natural 20 on perception. Ooh, you win. Uh, I got an unnatural 20. I had a 23. 
Wow, uh, those are all awesome rolls. Uh, with a, a 20 and a 23, uh, you shake it, and you don't really hear anything. With a natural 20, I... Let's see. <laughs> it sounds... And I don't know how you know this. <laughs> but it I sounds... Love, I wish our fans could see you right now that we could see you. Because you're. <laughs> I can see the gears turning in your head. Like, what can I tell him at this point? It sounds like uh, uh, something soft inside is cushioning noise. You know, like, if you, uh, uh, if you, like, put, like, a, if you have a box and you fill it with, like, you know, something soft for, for package delivery or something. Like That's, bubble wrap? Oh, I mean, it doesn't sound as crinkly as bubble wrap by any means. It sounds very soft, but it does sound like there is something soft inside that doesn't move much. Like, just sort Those of... styrofoam peanuts. You know how... Uh, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, uh, but but you know how like uh, uh, like if you get a box that has like a like a computer in it or something, it has those styrofoam uh, pieces in it that make it so it can't move, but you can like sort of almost hear something so, like very abruptly moving softly. Yes. It's yes. kind of yes. like that. Okay. It's Guys, there's something moving in there. <laughs> there's something making noise in there, but it's very soft. Uh, okay. All right. Well. I don't know what to say. This thing is... It can't be like an animal. It'd be dead. How's it getting fed? Well, it's a magical item, I would imagine. It's yeah. probably, you know... It helped me. You saw what it did. It's got some power to it. This this shit's got kick. I mean, it could just be a coincidence. I, I you know... I doubt it. I think it's no coincidence. <laughs> okay. Um, do we want to... I don't know. Do we want to just rest at this point? Yeah, I could use I could use some sleep. I don't want to mess with this thing anymore because there's no telling what could happen. I got a feeling it's going to mess with us tonight. Uh, yeah, I think we're all fine. <laughs> Let's just be glad it's not a uh, toothy idol. What an odd thing toothy to say. Toothy idol? What a crazy thing to say. <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know, man. I, I get hit in the head a lot today. Oh, that must be it. Clearly. Well, that's probably why you think the case is talking to you. So, all right, yeah. checks out. Yeah, all but, right, yeah, who wants but to claims, take, uh, quote unquote, that he's clean. Yeah. <laughs> who wants to take first uh, sleep here? And then, well, you, you trance, right? I trance, yeah. Okay. So I'll take, I'll sleep and then take the last four hours. Okay. I can be on watch. All right, great. I could use the, like, we could all use the rest, but uh, I could use the rest. Uh, so, uh, Jean-Claude, uh, as is, it seems like kind of the typical, uh, uh, layout here, uh, goes to bed, whereas Lysander's going to stay up for the, you know, until, uh, uh, Ophelia's done trancing, and then Lysander goes to bed. Is that right? Yep. Yes. Cool. Uh, so yeah, uh, Jean-Claude, you get to bed... Maybe a little slower than normal. It like you know you you have this uncomfortable feeling like remembering your nightmare from before, uh, and so sleep is a little troubled for you. But you eventually get to bed. Uh, uh, Ophelia trancing is like a switch basically for you. You basically are just like well, trance and you're there. Uh, and so Lysander, uh, you're sort of out in this open plain. Uh, you know it's uh, uh, a dark night. 
Uh, although, well, let's see. What's the weather like? Uh, it's uh, fairly clear. So the stars are out and uh, uh, the moon is out, you know, so it's it's not that dark. Uh, but the campfire gives you illumination. Uh, make me a, a perception check as you keep watch. Okay. That is a nine. With a nine. I... Uh, out in the distance, you feel like you maybe hear, like, a, at first it makes you feel like there might be a wolf, and you sort of stand at attention and kind of grip your weapon tightly. Uh, but after a few moments, you realize it's maybe just like a coyote or something, something a little smaller. It kind of yelps in the distance and doesn't seem to be getting closer. Uh, and so, you know, you, you know, kind of sit back down and, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, you're feeling pretty comfortable you don't think there's really much much else around uh and so time passes and uh with your perception check what else can i tell you uh you do notice it looks like uh jean-claude is kind of tossing and turning a little bit uh you can't tell if if he's just having trouble sleeping uh or if he's having nightmares you're not sure what can i listen in a little bit on what he's grumbling to himself about yeah absolutely uh go ahead and make another perception check uh this time with advantage as you get closer to him Fifteen. with a 15 uh his mumbling is kind of incoherent it's hard to get exact words out of him uh but uh uh it sounds like he's trying to to tell somebody that he doesn't owe them anything okay you can only assume that the his the things he was hearing earlier, whether imagined or not, must be having some impact on his sort of, you know, sleep cycle. Yeah, okay. All right, I guess there's really nothing else I can do, can I? Uh, unless there's something else you want to do, but otherwise you could just uh, wait out the rest of your, uh, 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 your time, you know, and watch. Yeah, I'll I don't just... know, I look like I could use it. I look like I could use a cuddle. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. Ah, oh. uh, indeed. Uh, Actually, can I take his hand and shove it in his butt? What's <laughs> <laughs> wrong with you? Uh, can you? Yes. Will the DM allow it? Probably not. Uh, uh, I I he, the... he, he asked if I wanted to do anything else. I don't know. I could always mess with him. Uh, I feel like there's ways you can mess with people that aren't shoving things up their butts, uh, <laughs> let alone their own hands. Well, maybe just a finger. Oh, well, if it's just a finger. <laughs> I warned you about gross sexual stuff. <sighs> things up the butt count. No. Come on. I, I, have, uh, I have fingers that shoot uh, crazy uh, uh, purple gas right now. That's the last thing I need going up my butt. Yeah, maybe we should shove some purple dust up your ass. We can find out a little bit more. Oh, hey, Ophelia, you woke up from your trance. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> what a coincidence. Hours earlier than normal, but you're fully rested. Uh, no, time passes. Ah. And uh, Ophelia, you uh, uh, awaken from your trance. Uh, and Lysander's looking pretty sleepy. It seems like it's been a fairly boring night. Yeah, I've been thinking about putting a finger up JCPP's butt. I need to go to bed. Yeah, you should probably go to bed. It's not the 80s anymore, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh boy. Hi. Uh, <laughs> All right, Lysander, get some sleep. Maybe stay off the uh, the booze. No guarantees. So, uh, Ophelia, go ahead and make a uh, perception check. Uh, 24. With a 24, uh, you are are keeping watch. And as far as that goes, uh, you know, Lysander had kind of given you the heads up that, you know, there wasn't really a whole heck of a lot going on. And so time passes, and the only thing that really catches your attention is uh, the mumbling of uh, uh, Jean-Claude Pierre-Paul. Uh, it seems like he's maybe having, like, restless sleep. He's having maybe nightmares. Uh, it's hard to tell. He might even just be waking up, rolling around, and then going back to bed. It's it's not easy to, you know, tell. And you're trying to keep watch and not pay too much attention to him. I, uh, oh, yeah? I was going to say, I, I guess maybe I'll, I'll walk over and see if I can hear what he's saying. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, perception check with advantage. That's good, because that first one was an 8. Uh, 17. With a 17. Uh, so you go to uh, uh, you know, listen in on what he's saying. And uh, it sounds like he's maybe running from someone, avoiding someone. Uh, he, he keeps telling them no. Uh, you know, he says something in his sleep about uh, uh, a bargain. Like, maybe that's not the bargain, or that's not part of the bargain or something. Uh, and it seems like he's trying to, like, like almost break business ties or something like that. It's it's a really kind of awkward jumble that he's spewing out, and so it's hard to really make sense of it. I am going to... I'm going to tap him on the shoulder, actually. Yeah, uh, so you tap him on the shoulder. Uh, make a uh, perception check with disadvantage, uh, Jean-Claude. That is a 12. With a 12, you don't wake up. Uh, Ophelia, you kind of tap him on the shoulder a bit, and he is still restless and sort of like mumbling to himself, and he doesn't wake up. All right, at this point, I'm a little bit more concerned, so I'm going to give him, like, a good shake on the shoulder. Yeah, with that, uh, you wake up automatically. Uh, Jean-Claude, you wake up from a horrible nightmare. Oh, my God. I'd, uh, there was this thing. You don't remember. You're not There's sure. a thing? I don't know. I remember not being able to sleep very well. Yeah, you weren't sleeping very well. You didn't look good. Jean-Claude. Uh, uh, you try as you like. You feel like the, the, the nightmare you were having. You only sense this just intense dread. Uh, you can't really picture what exactly the nightmare was about. It feels like you... It was sort of one of those dreams where, like, just as you wake up, it just sort of falls through your fingers, and you can't think of what it was about. And you just feel this, like, nasty sense of, of foreboding. But you don't know about what. It's so weird. I had the same feeling when they offered me Street Fighter 2. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> oh, I'm Street sorry. Fighter 2. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know what the, what that dream was, but... Uh, Did you dream about Street Fighter 2? It was not great. Well, I, maybe you should get some, get some more rest. Maybe you'll have better dreams now. Well, maybe. Well, let's see how it goes. 
<laughs> I don't know. We'll see how the uh, we'll see what happens when the dice rolls in a second here. What are dice? Wait, exactly. no, I know dice. <laughs> Jean Claude uh, says some kind of confusing things. Cool? Must be the nightmare. <laughs> what is going on with this episode today? <laughs> I don't know, but I hate it. Uh, <laughs> Jean-Claude goes back to bed. And after... Did your finger smell at all, JCPP? <laughs> no, my nose, my nose smells just fine, though. I don't know about fingers that smell. Womp womp. Uh, Jean-Claude goes back to bed. Uh, Ophelia, make me a uh, investigation check. Okay. Uh, that is a 12. With a 12, uh, the case seems to be right where you left it. Uh, kind of like off to the side of the fire. It doesn't seem like anything's funny there. Uh, but as you sort of sit back down beside it and, and you know, you go back to keeping watch, for the briefest of moments, you feel like you saw a shadow. As if the, the, the campfire was illuminating shadows in the tent, you sort of look over and double take, and it's gone. But for the life of you, you feel like... St- Standing beside Jean-Claude was the sort of shadowy figure of a, of a man. Uh, probably around like five and a half feet tall. Maybe up to six feet tops. And it's not there. It must have just been your imagination. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.